Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Tuesday, May 24th, 2016. And welcome to the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, one year older, continuing to be bolder. Episode number 165, WWS Revolution. And of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you. What will prove to be a very action-packed evening here. Of course, we will definitely talk about the results of WWE Extreme Rules 2016, as well as last night's Monday Night Raw show. Plus, uh, if time allotted, a few little extra uh, uh, fun little fun little things here. But in order to help me get this going here uh, tonight, we do have a good panel of folks here this evening, and I'll go and let you know who those folks are. Of course, I have the one and only tag team uh, news hounds here. Of course, one and only King Ice. Of course, first off, King and WOGTS to R T Smith. Of course, the mainstay of the radio network and the CEO of WWS. Also, a 2014 WWS Hall of Famer. <clears throat> uh, of course, his partner, the Iceman JD, Jared Geronimo from Raw Radio, and of course, a host of other shows in the radio network. He's also a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. <clears throat> also, joining us uh, this evening, of course, from the home of WWS, uh, uh, my good friend here, another one of my good friends here, uh, Mr. Hulkamania himself, Bob Ziegler. And also joining us on the chat box here tonight, uh, the very first 2016 uh, Hall of Famer, the human suplex machine, John Gross from Raw Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to number 165, 
of the Mothership broadcast, known simply throughout the world as Revolution. It is a revolution. It's Tuesday night, and we're ready to start the week out with a bang. Absolutely. And, of course, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, as I mentioned before, we will definitely get in high gear as we talk about, of course, uh, the results of WVA Extreme Rules 2016 this past Sunday evening, of course, as well as last night's Monday Night Raw show. Of course, the aftermath of Extreme Rules, of course, uh, last night's Monday Night Raw show, which, of course, we'll have plenty to talk about here tonight uh, with all with everything that's taking place. <clears throat> and then, of course, with Tom Lottie, we'll have probably a few fun things, do possibly some fantasy matchups and some general wrestling discussion here and there. But if you're sure to join myself, uh, Gerard, JD, Bobby, and John on anything uh, discussing here tonight, here it <clears throat> on anything we talk about in the world of professional wrestling, of course, our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, of course, will also come into play here first. Please feel free to give us a call here, 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 138-055-POUND. <clears throat> and pre- definitely press that one there, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to chime in on anything that we all have to talk about here tonight. And we will definitely have a a huge amount of things to talk about here tonight. But before we get into the big big time talk of what we want to talk or what we want to talk about, we're definitely going to chime in on what we definitely need to talk about here tonight. And that's of course our rest of the news and views that we always bring you every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night here in the radio network. <clears throat> of course, uh, uh, King Ice brings that to you here. Uh, as I said, every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday night on Revolution and on Wolfpack. And of course, uh, starting starting out for King Ice is of course the main man himself. King and W.O. himself, Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, my man, let's go ahead and get started. Let's see what we have going on in the wrestling news today. Um, yes, let's do that. It was noted on Wrestling Observer Radio that despite losing to world champion Roman Reigns, WWE does have big plans for AJ Styles. No word yet what they have in the works, but Roman has moved on to Seth Rollins. It's also noted that Cody Rhodes got heat from the WWE for the statement he made regarding his request on the release because he said part of the why he wanted to leave because a head writer was hitting on all well hitting on the NXT divas. Mm-hmm. 
as seen below, WWE is auctioning off the T-shirt that Seth Rollins wore for his WWE return at Extreme Rules on Sunday. And that's all I got. I tagged JD in. All right. Thank you very much, sir, Gerard. And, of course, we got a few notes to point out tonight. First off, of course, the WWE announced that coming up on November 1st, they will be returning to Newark, New Jersey, the site from the Sunday show, however, uh, that had extreme rules. They will be taping SmackDown that night, two nights after the Hell in a Cell, which will be in Boston, believe it or not. And, of course, we do not know yet where they will be on Halloween night, however, but it should be a wild night on Halloween night, shall we say. Uh, speaking of that region, however, we saw the return of Enzo Amore. Yes, folks, however, Enzo Amore returned to the uh, WWE Monday Night Raw show for the first time in three weeks. However, I don't think he's been cleared to fight yet, but he was in the corner of his big main man, big cast, and you can't teach that last night in Baltimore, which was nice to see those two back together again as they continue to feed with the Dudleys. Uh, also, we are still waiting for confirmation on this, but from what we heard, however, Raw ratings again plummeted this week to a, almost a 2-3-0. Uh, of course, next week we know, or this week should we say, John Cena is due to return in Green Bay in the um, Memorial Day version of Raw. However, of course, last night we had five members of seven announced for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Tonight they announced the sixth member. And, of course, you can find out all this, of course, this week on SmackDown. But let's just say it's one person that uh, some of us are not fond of, shall we say, as he qualified for that earlier tonight at the tapings there at the Scope in Norfolk. So, uh, other than that, not much else to report. we got, of course, big uh, sporting events going on right now tonight. we got, of course, the NBA playoffs going on between Golden State and Oklahoma City, which just jumped a little while ago. And, of course, in the NHL playoffs, it's Pittsburgh and Tampa Game 6 there in Tampa tonight. And the last we saw, Pittsburgh was up early 2 nothing midway through the second period. Thank you very much there, J.D. and Gerard. Of course, King Ice, your premier WWS news team. Of course, they bring all the news that's fit to print. And if it doesn't fit, they'll always make it fit, as I always say. <clears throat> and, of course, human success machine John Gross, not too far behind the rest of history and birthdays for this day, May 24th. And, of course, he's got a lot of stuff to talk about here. And I'll go ahead and start reading all about what he's got here. He's got a lot of good stuff here. Let's go ahead and see what he's got. Uh, 32 years ago today, in 1984, in Yokosuka, not Yokozuna, Yokosuka, Japan, <laughs> Ric Flair defeated Gary Vonier two falls to one in a best-of-three falls match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. <clears throat> that same day, just four months after the birth of Hulkamania, Vince McMahon's dad, Vincent James McMahon, died at the age of 69, just two years after Vince Jr. took over control of the company. McMahon Jr. was posthumously inducted into the MSG, I want to say the MSG Hall of Fame in 1984, <clears throat> the WWF and Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame in 1996, and Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2004. On this date in 1985, Oprah, 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 oh, crap, I guess I her name. Oprah. Oprah, 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 
<laughs> Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey, thank you. Made an appearance on the WWF house show with three matches from the event aired on the show with Oprah doing commentary. Oh, huh. wow. In the, in the show's main event, WWF champion Hulk Hogan ended up defeating Don Morocco to retain the WWF title. <laughs> there you go. That was at the Rose Point well, Horizon, I wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah it was uh, Oprah in Chicago, Oprah. yes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mm. He didn't say where it was, but there you go. Uh, anyway, on this day, 1991, uh, Gerard's main man, Scott Hall, made his WCW television debut as the Diamond Stud. In his debut bout, he defeated Tommy Angel. Huh. On his day, in 1999, WWF held the Raw Tribute Show, which, of course, in late Owen Hart. The show received a 7.2 Nielsen rating. The show ended, of course, with Stone Cold Steve Austin giving a toast to Owen Hart. One of my, the best moments of the whole night, right there. Yep. The one mo- and John has actually commented on another moment that he wanted to talk about. He said the one moment of the only tribute that he remembered was most was when Dustin Runnels talking about Owen Hart going to a barbecue and pouring some hot sauce in Harley Race's chili. <laughs> okay, yeah. At the time, new WWF champion, The Undertaker, was not in attendance as well, despite all the superstars. The show's main event, believe it or not, that night was The Rock taking on Val Venus. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In 2001, Triple H underwent surgery just three days after he tore his, after he tore his quadriceps muscle. Famed surgeon James Andrews performed the surgery. Triple H returned to the ring in January of 2002. On, on this day, 2010, R-Truth defeated The Miz to win the WWE United States Championship. Yes, I remember this. Five years ago today, Brock Lesnar's autobiography, Death Clutch, co-written by, ball, by Paul Heyman, was released. Yeah, I heard about this book. Hmm. Yeah, so did I. And four, and, uh, four years ago today, uh, that was 2012, TNA filed a lawsuit against WWE and former office worker Brian Weinstein, Weinstein, I guess, for interfering with existing contracts, conversion, breach of contract, civil conspiracy, unfair competition, breach of duty of loyalty, and violation of the Tennessee Uniform Trade Secrets. Ooh. And one birthday to report here today, Elijah Burke, known as D'Angelo De Niro from TNA. The Pope. Um, and, uh, um, and of course, his real name there in WWE turns 38 years old. Hmm. Uh, and that's all. And that's all John. And John actually said he repeated because he didn't think he went through. But John, it did go through. Uh, yeah. So. so oh, one other thing, too. Sorry, Chad, real quick. Just to tell you also, uh, Seth Rollins is on ESPN tonight with the coach. And. Uh, we also want to send out a congratulations to Craig Sager uh, from NBA uh, TNT uh, Basketball. He is going to be receiving a very special award coming up within a month, the Jim Valvano Courageous Award. So after his uh, very serious health scare, referring to Sager, in which he is still uh, fighting and, and is trying to overcome it, cancer, if you will, will be receiving a very special award, believe it or not. And to let you know about the range, it is 2.3. I was right, so there you go. Okay, thank you, everyone. thank you very much there, J.G., for providing that uh, once again there to us. And, uh, John, thank you very much for providing us uh, <clears throat> uh, for that uh, history of birthdays as well. 
<clears throat> I said that, like I said, King Heisen, the human suplex machine, bring you every night the rest of the news and views, and also the history and birthdays as well. 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 138055-POUND. You're listening to episode number 165 of the Mothership Broadcast, episode of the Revolution. Of course, when you're older, continue to be bolder. I am Mr. WS Chad Inshaw, back on the line here with you. Joining me here tonight is King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, 2014 Hall of Famer, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WWUS. <clears throat> His partner, the Iceman J.D., Jared D. Geralimo, <clears throat> also a, a 2015 Hall of Famer, and of course from our radio and all of our other shows here in the radio network. Uh, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, was on. He had to leave suddenly. Uh, uh, hopefully he'll be back on here tonight. If not, uh, we'll talk to him soon. And of course, uh, of course, on the chat box here tonight, the very first 2016 Hall of Famer from Raw Radio, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Uh, gentlemen, I think it's uh, it's a very, very appropriate. We'll go ahead and dive on in here to our big-time discussion of the night. And, of course, first off, we start with WWE Extreme Rules 2016. Of course, uh, uh, of course, this was, pay-per-view was very, very entertaining, very, very interesting, to say the least. Of course, a lot of... Uh, a lot of things happened that a lot of people did not expect. Uh, overall, uh, uh, several matches here, some were, were better than others. Uh, even one or two were even better than the main event itself, in my personal opinion. Uh, we'll run down the table here, and we'll get everyone's thoughts and opinions on this. Uh, first off, I will start with the main man itself, King NWO. Uh, Gerard, go ahead and... Uh, Get your thoughts and take thoughts of the here on Extreme World 2016. Alrighty. Uh, on the pre-show, Bubba Ray and Devon, they came out. Big Cass uh, beat their asses. And uh, Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Baron Corbin won. To start off the pay-per-view was my boys, the club versus the Uso. This was a really good matchup. The club won. Uh, Rusev versus Kalisto. Uh, this is a pretty brutal match. Uh, Rusev crush. Rusev won. Tag team match. I called this match. I was not sour. Everybody else was. Um... <laughs> And uh, the New Day won. The Fatal 4-Way in the kind of IC match. No one called this one, and I was pretty shocked to see the Miz win this one. I think we all were. Um, Asylum match. uh, This was a holy hell. They beat each other up. Jericho went through tax. I uh, posted pictures on Top Heel. There was tax. Every, apparently, he had 70 tax in him. Uh, yeah, it was not good. Uh, let's see. Oh, and the women's match, Charlotte. Uh, she won, and she didn't have help with Ric Flair. She did have help, sort of, kind of, from Dana Brooke. And then we go to the main event. I thought these guys tore each other apart. I thought they had a great main event. 
Uh, it was five star. It was it was really up there. I thought AJ would have had it, but he didn't. Usos got involved. The club got involved. Everybody was kicking out at two, and uh, and John Cena wasn't even there. Um, and then Roman won, and then the man came back. Seth fucking Rollins, he's back. So it's going to be the guy versus the man. That's all I got. Thank you very much, Roger Gerard. Uh, great, uh, great review there about the Extreme World 2016. Uh, JD, you are well. Thanks, sir. On the uh, report said pay-per-view, please. Well, it was a good beginning involving uh, Big Cass. However, minus Enzo with the Dollies. Obviously, that's the play they're going with this. However, as far as the first match goes, how I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I'm telling you right now, more and more, the one thing I love about Corbin is he is just a no-nonsense BS type of guy. He goes out there and kicks you down and kicks you hard, and Dolph found out the hard way how hard he kicked them. However, let's just say in the pre-show. So it was a good opener. As far as the club and the Usos, I, I was another one took the club. How I knew that was going to be a dominating victory. And of course, Anderson and Gallus made it look so easy against Jimmy and Jay and uh, Roman's uh, cousins, if you will. So uh, it was not a good night for the being an Uso crazy fan. However, if you're a club believer and Staying strong, however, like Gerard and I are in the club nation, however, we applaud you for uh, choosing the club. As far as Rusev and Kalisto go, however, the Lamila Drago of Rocky Four, I am tired of seeing Rusev and Lana, his bimbo, time and time again, but you knew this was going to be a mismatch, and that's what basically was. And, of course, he bent him back like a pretzel, of course, once again, like he did last Monday. Before that, of course, now the question is, who's going to be the next person that challenges Rusev for that title and takes away that U.S. title? That's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, as far as the Vaudevillains New Day go, however, yes, I got to admit, I am a little sour in this. However, Gerard had this right, so did John. So, unfortunately, I had to owe my bet to Gerard, uh, John. And, of course, we had the New Day theme being blared out on the Raw Radio studio yesterday. And I had to admit, however, defeat. But the Vaudevillains will be back. I mean, they're not going to be taking this defeat line down. They will get redemption at some point, either against the New Day or against some team. However, but the New Day for now continues to be a very still pretty popular team with everyone's choice, however, and they have done real well. I'm not saying they're doing bad, however, but they've done very well holding the belts this long, but it's amazing that the Vaudevillains could not put up a good fight against them. I mean, they tried to, and it was okay, but uh, at the end of the day, the New Day, once again, made it a happy day, shall we say. The Fatal 4-Way, what can we say? Great, great match. I thought it was one of the three best matches of the night. However, unfortunately, my pick was wrong in the Swiss Superman. However, I don't think anyone had the Miz, however, but I am glad that uh, last night that Star did get redemption on the Miz and his little bimbo wife, Maurice. If you will, at least she didn't interfere in that one. The Asylum match was good, however, but I think it was a little too long. However, the tack thing was sort of like you would see out of King of the Ring, 98, as we said before, between Mick and uh, The Undertaker. But to me, this match was like almost watching Foley and Randy Orton Backlash 04. They had the crowd in their hand. They went about 25, 30 minutes with it. It was exciting. I mean, some people found it boring. Some people found it too long. I mean... I had mixed reactions about, but at the end of the day, I think Jericho should have won this match. 
to even the score up. Unfortunately, now Ambrose is 2-0 up in Jericho in the pay-per-views, but I applaud Jericho for sticking it out the way he did. But he was one hurting little puppy, you can tell after, when he had all those tax removed, because they said there was about 60 or 70 of them on a roof on his back, and that had to be just brutal as hell. Um, as far as the Divas thing go, how I'm going to explain... Uh, also on the raw side of things here, and just a little bit what my thoughts about that. But it was okay. It was too short. But I hate Dana Brooke. She's a sleaze. She's a hoe. She's a total blonde bitch, if you ask me to use the term loosely. And now with her new BFF, Charlotte Howard, it was just absolutely crap. I mean, if you ask me, I think Natty should have won. How they totally once again messed Natty over because of Dana Brooks' little uh, sticking her nose where it doesn't belong, and hopefully she'll get it punched out eventually, like little Charlotte will. And as far as the main event goes, however, great main event, I agree. The spear when Roman caught AJ with it was terrific, but like Gerard said, with Rollins returning, however, I mean, I don't think any of us saw this. Yeah saw this coming, at least for a few more weeks, but he's back now. He means business, and I think Roman has been put on notice already, and it's apparent that Rollins is not here to play games as well. And I think you're going to see in four weeks' time, Howard, like I said right before the show tonight, that big prize fight feel in Sin City, Howard, it's sort of going to be like a boxing match between Ike Tyson and Buster Douglas, Buster Douglas in this case being Rollins, Tyson being in the form of Roman, Guess what, Howard? This time, however, Rollins will take out the Roman Empire, Howard. If not, someone else will. But I think Roman's time soon of holding the belt back, even though he's held for a few months now, knows that he's got two people now coming up after him, after the whole AJ thing. And one of them, of course, could be his former brother, Seth Rollins, and the other could be Dean Ambrose. If not those two, who knows who's going to chase after him. But it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that. Excellent indeed. Uh, thank you very much, to, uh, JD, for your good thoughts and opinions on uh, Extreme Rules. Uh, John, did you have any uh, take on uh, this past Sunday's Extreme Rules pay per view? Go ahead and post here, and I'll uh, definitely read for everyone to uh, give it, read for everyone to uh, listen. I'll go ahead and read it. I'll say it straight in a minute. <laughs> and to let you guys know, it's 3 nothing now, late in the second period. So Crosby just got another goal, so now the Pens are up 3 nothing. So hopefully they can hang on here and make it 3-3 going back to Pittsburgh. There you go. And, okay, here we go. Uh, here's here's, here's uh, John's take. Uh, his extreme, extreme rules was good. The silent match, the federal four-way match, and the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match, three greatest matches of all time for this pay-per-view. Anything else there, John? He said he loves the thumbtacks part with Ambrose tossing Jericho on top of him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And Jonathan, that's pretty much that's pretty much all he has to say about it. Uh, thank you very much there, uh, John, for that. Uh, I did see some of this last uh, Sunday night as well. I will give a little bit of a take here myself, guys. Uh, uh I did see the, uh, the the asylum match, real brutal. Uh, of course, uh, it comes. I think, in my opinion, it does come in second to the 
Hell in a Cell match with Mankind and The Undertaker from uh, King of the Ring 98. Uh, of course, uh, I've been using a whole bunch of the uh, uh, pulling the weapons down from all, over, on top, over the top of the cage was 100% genius right there. Uh, using everything from uh, uh, a mop, what was it, a mop to uh, uh, thumbtacks to uh, a bucket. I mean, they use pretty much everything under the sun. Pretty, <laughs> um, kendo stuff. I mean, they use pretty much everything. It was just, it was just unbelievable. It was just crazy. It was just that crazy. Uh, let me see. Uh, I did see the uh, I did see the, the match the, the kickoff match with Ziggler and uh, Baron Corbin uh, dynamite match there. Uh, uh, Corbin I think continues to improve each each night each time he performs. That end of days is an awesome maneuver. Uh, all in all, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a a great pay-per-view. I mean, I thought that there were several matches that was a little bit better than the main event, or my, my personal opinion, but overall, it was a good pay-per-view. So, that's pretty much in a nutshell all of, all of our points of views about Extreme Rules 2016. Uh, we'll go ahead and move on right in, dive right on into uh, last night's Monday Night Raw show, of course, the aftermath, ladies and gentlemen, of, <clears throat> of Extreme Rules 2016. And boy, there was a whole bunch of aftermath as well. Of course, I think one thing we did. Uh, also, one thing I will point out. I'm sure we will all talk about this as well. Uh, and I'm sure I'm not going to steal Gerard's thunder here. I'm sure he's going to love to talk about this. Because <clears throat> of course, what we saw. And I think before we start talking about raw guys, I think I think there's. Uh, one little aspect we might have probably forgot to mention, and Gerard, I think it kind of, it's coming in the form of a spider. An angry spider. Uh, yeah, and I think it's trying to crawl up your leg there, Gerard. I think it says something, too, don't Gerard, are you there, bud? Okay, he might have, he might have stepped away for. It. What's that? But I think Gerard the spider just crawled up your leg there, but I think I think it wants you to read something off of it, off of its uh, chest there. Hmm. Oh, all right. Uh, it says. It says S F R. Says Seth fucking Rollins. Uh, no, what it says. Uh, but it's good. But, uh. Yeah. I just like saying that. Uh, it says TBWBWA Black. Wait. Fucked it up. Thank you. The black little bitch with 
attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed, and that could be only one person, ladies and gentlemen. It is <clears throat> the one of the only uh, black widow herself, the really Mrs. Lysa Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the, the uh, Paula Heyman to Gerard's Paula Heyman, of course, the Attitude Duo that you can hear on Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoot.com. And, of course, one-third of the NW of Madness Kingdom that you can hear on Matt Wrestling Debate every Wednesday night from 8 to 9, one hour before the Wednesday edition of Revolution right here on TalkShoot.com. Michelle, welcome to episode number 165 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Well, hello, and Gerard, thank you. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. You're Hello. very welcome. <laughs> like Sandow, you're welcome. <laughs> and, Michelle, we are actually, uh, we're just getting ready to dive into Raw whenever you pop this, so, but we have to hear your take on Extreme Rules first. So we're going to let you go on. Yeah, I think we we got to hear it. we got to hear it. We won't have plenty of time <clears throat> So let's hear your take on Extreme Rules from this year. Please proceed. Okay. I'll make it short because I made it very long on Raw Radio yesterday. Um, I thought that uh, the matches of the night were definitely Jericho and Ambrose. Um, I thought they fought a hell of a match. Um, I liked the whole idea of the Ambrose Asylum match, honestly. I thought it was a great idea. Um, I do feel sorry for Jericho, being that he had close to, actually, I was wrong on the count, close to 70 thumbtacks in his poor body, um, thanks to uh, Ambrose having a lunatic moment as in uh, following Mick Foley. Um, the AJ Roman match was good. Um, I uh, think that AJ should have won that match, but it was very good, and of course, you know, they have to end it with, uh, you know, Roman with the stupid freaking Superman punch. I don't understand that, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, the Dolph and Corbin, Bar- uh, Baron Corbin, sorry, match was boring to me. Um, as I stated, I think that, you know, Baron Corbin is a great superstar. But I think he needs to go against someone else to make a feud with other than Dolph Ziggler. I think it's a little stale, um, but that's just my opinion. Um, I like Baron Corbin. I think he's a good competitor, but I think that they need to put him against... I'm not really sure, but I don't think it should be Dolph Ziggler. Um, Let's see. Uh, Divas, I don't even want to talk about because that shit makes me want to puke, honestly. Um... Charlotte Flair can take a flying leap as far as I'm concerned. Um, the whole Divas division sucks right now, and it's absolutely getting worse. And as of last night, I will have a long tangent about that. Um, I think that Natty should have won that uh, once again, you know, and then Dana Brooke had to uh, distract with the whole, oh, okay, let's dress up like Flair, let's be cute, let's do this, let's do that. Um, bullshit, which was crap. Um, let's see. Tag team, of course, we knew New Day would retain. Um, Vaude Villains don't stand a chance. Sorry, JD. That's why I'm um, <laughs> Again, the New Day, um, 
you know, I, I love the New Day. I think they're hilarious. I think they're the best tag team going right now. Um, let's see. I don't know what else I'm missing, but I'm just going to jump right to the freaking best part of the whole God darn thing, uh, which was the return of Mr. Rollins himself, um, to quote Gerard Seth fucking Rollins, um, returned to pedigree the wonderful Samoan warrior champion bullshit blah 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 Roman Reigns uh, which was the most beautiful moment of the night uh, he is in great shape he looks great he's ready um, and he is going to get that gold back around his waist and I wouldn't doubt if it's at the pay-per-view upcoming um, overall pretty a-okay um, pay-per-view of course you know, I'm sure Gerard agrees with me and everyone else. The, the best moment of the night was the return of Seth Rollins, seeing that he is back and he is in great shape, and that if you can tell by the uh, pants he is wearing, um, not that you men look at men's pants, but I do because it just I noticed it. Um, he has very heavy padding around the injury, which I think is a brilliant idea. Um, considering after all the hell he's went through, nine months and he's back in seven. Pretty fucking impressive to me. Um, I think that Seth Rollins is going to go, going to continue and go very far in the WWE business. As far as to reflect upon one more thing, the Charlotte uh, Flair thing, um, I will address that in the Raw review because I'm a little pissed and hot under the collar. And I think it's time for another Divas Revolution, um, and it does not include it does not include Charlotte Flair in this shit. Period. Mm-hmm. Overall, I give it like a three or four out of ten. Mm-hmm. Michelle, great review on. Uh, All right, Chad. Before we continue, real quick, uh, John just sent me a message. There has been a report out now, and it is being confirmed too that Eden has now asked for her release from WWE. Who? Eden, Cody's wife. Oh my God! What she just asked for her doing? release. I guess tonight or earlier this evening. I guess before SmackDown or maybe at some point, maybe in the last twenty-four hours. But uh, she says that Jordan mm-hmm. Donnett is reporting something about this right now. Yeah, I was actually going to. Yeah, John has actually said to me it was well, it was reported on Twitter. Yeah, that she had been granted her release. So. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of shocking. Just right after Cody. I figured, I figured that she was going to be next to line, so. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Well, was she's not exactly a great ring announcer, but, I mean, she does good. She does an A-OK job. I think she does pretty good. She's like Lillian. I mean, she's not bad at all, actually. If you want to talk about a real bad person, and I think she needs a lot of work, even though she's doing the backstage interviews, it's JoJo. It's JoJo. Yes. yes. And and the way that um, Cody Rhodes' wife announces Kevin Owens, I want to, I want to throat punch her. Yeah, she's not. It's a little bit too exaggerated. It's like his name is Kevin Owens, not oh from here to China and back. Uh, Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, But uh, that's just a just just a little breaking thing there. Thank you, John and JD, for bringing it to our attention. And Michelle, I said great review on Extreme Rules. Thank you very much. Now we'll ladies and we'll definitely start definitely go dive into last night's Monday Night Raw show. As I said before, the aftermath of Extreme Rules, uh, 
Uh, like I said, JD reported the the ratings were not that were not that big. Of course, it's kind of shocking though, especially for a Raw after a pay per view, as I mentioned before. Uh, for the Raw after payback just two weeks ago, uh, kind of shocking what? here. Uh, but uh, what what were the ratings? I was I'm just curious as to who was the closest yesterday. Two thirty to answer your question, Michelle. And I think that was closest to it. Maybe and this is just me guessing as I. I Chad. Sorry. Chad was the closest. Um, he said 2.5. Uh, yeah, he was. Because uh, we all got 250 and 260. Yeah, you're right. I was, just, I was just guessing, that's all. So. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm, had well, it, though. Oh, well, yeah. Well, like I said, all I can do is just, just uh, guess, guess with all this. But uh, but still, I mean, it's still kind of shocking, you know, being this so after a pay per view like this of this. As I say, extreme. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get everyone's thoughts and takes on this. Of course, Gerard, JD's, Michelle's, and John's opinions on this. I will definitely start with the main man himself, King W.O. Gerard. Uh, your thoughts here on uh, last night's Raw? Um, Seth Rollins kicked it off, and he said the speech of the year. He nailed it to a T said all the fans were jumping on his bandwagon now. He don't need them. He don't want them. The only one on his bandwagon is him. And uh, I thought it was awesome. Um, when Roman came out, Shane came out, made the match for Money in the Bank, which I see Seth winning. And we go into... Qualifying matches all night for Money in the Bank. Sami Zayn versus Sheamus. Got uh, Sami won that one, I believe. Yep. Ole, ole, ole. All right. You're done. The New Day versus the Social Outcast. The New Day won. We never had a day. And the outcast had some cake to boot, shall we say that? Let, let yeah, him cake. cake to boot. That's right. Uh, Heath later got uh, pied. The, the cake. Yes. Uh, I knew somebody was getting that cake in the face. Uh, I thought it was going to be Saxton cake. at first. I knew JBL backed off. I I couldn't tell it was going to be Cole or Saxton. I really did. I thought it was praying it was going to be Saxton though. Cesaro versus The Miz. Uh, Cesaro won that one. It was uh, pretty good. Chris Jericho versus Apollo Crews. The man won it, Chris Jericho. I think uh, he's great. Big um, Cass versus Bubba, De- uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh I just gotta say, Enzo is crazy, man. He come out there, <laughs> run around like a fucking firefly. Uh, uh, I just want them to turn heel. Uh, and then uh, Charlotte and her father. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. But I guess I'm the only one. Um, I loved it when you <laughs> ripped him a new one. Uh, just gave her more heat. It's gonna give her more recognized as a heel. 
without her father. That's what she needs. She needs to be away from her father so she can make her own heel path uh, a step in the right direction. Uh, and we had uh, Dean versus Dolph. Dean Ambrose won. go to the main event, but before the main event, the club came out, well, because AJ said he lost the match, because mainly, well, he said the Usos and Gallows and Anderson cost him the match, which is not the case, they come out and say, what the hell, what, we didn't cost you the match, we tried to help you with the match, then he says, we're no longer brothers, we're no longer friends. He tried to put up a sweet sign, and they said, I don't think so. We're no longer together, so they can still be called the club, and uh, I thought it was a great match uh, uh, between KO and uh, AJ. I think it was pretty awesome. Uh, five-star matchup. <clears throat> and pop-up powerbomb. Got the win, and that's all I got. Oh, great, uh, great review there, Gerard. Thank you very much there, sir. Uh, KD, your thoughts on my well, please. Well, let's see. I'm going to make it, uh, I'm going to cut that by a third. I'm going to say the qualifying matches for most of the night were good. I mean, Sammy winning against Sheamus was good. I'd like to see Sheamus' temper explode the best of them. It looks like they're setting up him and Apollo Crews now because he took Apollo Crews out after Apollo Crews, before Apollo Crews lost to Jericho, which I got to applaud Jericho, despite the bad injuries and whatnot, he gave it a good effort here, but I think there was a botched spot there. Uh, as far as the Miz-Cesaro match, it was good, however, I mean, somewhat, I'm glad Maurice didn't stick her nose into it, I'm glad Cesaro won, however, despite the fact he was banged up quite a bit, but now, Cesaro has to be one of the early favorites to win Money in the Bank, obviously. Ambrose and Ziggler was good, however, I'm glad Ambrose won that one, however, because I guess they're going to do something with Ziggler, hopefully after this whole Corbin feud ends next week, finally. I thought that we'd seen the last of it, but apparently now that's not going to be the case. They're going to go at it again one more time, coming up next uh, Monday in Green Bay. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we had the uh, great a great main event, like Gerard said, five-star classic, I think. AJ and KO ending it clean was good, however, I'm glad to see uh, these given a decent amount of time, however, mind you, involving those two. However, I was not surprised that AJ told off Gallows and Anderson what he thought of them. I think this only sets the seed, maybe possibly, for Finn Bauer to come up at some point, maybe in the next few weeks, possibly. We'll have to wait and see where they go from that. The New Day thing with uh, the social outcast, uh, it was quick and painless. I'm glad someone got caked, as I said. And... Uh, like, Michelle's going to do her thing. I'm going to do my thing, too, about my meltdown, if you will. The whole Charlotte, uh, Ric Flair, Dana Brooke uh, Char- uh, thing. I mean, it was good. I agree what Gerard said. But, again, it just goes to show you that Charlotte has to be the most stuck-up, snotty-ass bitch there ever was, along with Dana Brooke. And, yes, I understand that's her character. But the way she told off her father and then uh, Dana Brooke just stood there with a smile across her face. I was ready to slap the taste out of her mouth and punch Charlotte right down in the stomach, literally. I mean, that was just, like, insulting. It was disgusting. It was disturbing of all places to do it in a place like Baltimore. 
as a player, he's like one of the most revered people in Baltimore over the years. He's been a hero and a villain in that city, but just to do it there in front of Baltimore and then start mocking him, oh, it just made me sick to my stomach. I just, like, you've got to be kidding me. And as far as Roman and AJ goes in the beginning, like I said before, it's got a great big fight feel, however, to it. However, I think we're going to see uh, a lot of tension in the coming weeks with these two, but uh, obviously, however, I think at this point, however, Roman better watch out because he's got two guys on his back. I mean, he should have had, at one point, Dean should have won the belt however, earlier this year, and he still could win it maybe down the road, however, maybe at Money in the Bank or at SummerSlam. But if not, however, Seth is the one person that could take his title because he wants it back in the worst way possible. So at this point, however, Roman knows now, however, he's done with AJ at this point, however, but he's got his two brothers now coming after him, maybe, I feel, in the form of Seth and Dean. So it's going to be very interesting, but... Uh, yeah, all told, it was a half-decent, pretty good Raw, a little bit better than the last week in Greensboro, obviously, however. But like I said, that whole Charlotte thing with uh, Dana and Ric Flair just, oh, it made, me, it made my blood boil, to say the least. I know Michelle's going to have plenty to say about that here in a few, so uh, I'm going to let it go with that. So all in all, it was good, but now we're seeing it coming back next week. However, hopefully they they have really, really now start have got to. Pay. I said so many times they've got to pick it up, but I mean it this time they really have to now because you got Cena coming back, you got to have Orton coming back. Obviously Neville's still about a month or two away, along with Tyson. Get if Tyson comes back, but I'm saying with those three coming back, like Neville and your two main heavyweights, Cesaro or not Cesaro, Cena and Orton, you've got to get your reins up. If you don't, you're setting yourself up to be even in bigger trouble. So you have got to find a way to get the reins up and quick because it continues to be the same old shit week after week. I have to definitely, I definitely agree with that, uh, J.D. Thank you very much there. The past that you review as well. Uh, uh, definitely now we got we got to turn the black widow loose here, see what she has to say about last night's problems. Let us know if you please. Are you sure? Okay, because you better hold on to yeah. your hat. Oh, oh well, yesterday was bad. This is going to be worse. Sure. Yeah, that's always saved the best for last. Mm-hmm. Right okay. <laughs> yeah. First of all, I'm gonna I'm gonna say to you, JD, since you were the host of the show, did I not call it? Did I not say it? Did Seth Rollins basically not say everything in his speech last night that I said yesterday? Yes, he did. And I applaud you. I I give you props for that, Michelle. You did call it right on cue. Yes, you did. Well done. And Gerard and I have been talking about this ever since Rollins has been out. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with what Gerard said. Seth Rollins kicked it off. He said it freaking perfectly. Yep, agreed. Uh, all these damn so-called bandwagon fans, you don't need them. You don't right. need them. You don't want them. Um, and you have to agree with him on that because yes, he do. knows and he sees. And, you know, he made the whole point of, well, when I put when I put the chair in Roman Reigns' back, y'all damn sure weren't showing me then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I cashed my money in the bank in um, at WrestleMania against Roman, you weren't cheering me then when I held the title, when I was with the authority, on and on and on. He hit it completely on the head, and he was, I mean, just like um, Gerard said, I mean, the speech of the year, golden, perfect, mm-hmm. atypical Seth Rollins. I love that man. I swear to God, like he's my new he's my new obsession now that he's back and he's like he's he's more edgier to me. Um when you say Gerard, do you think he's more edgier than before? Is Gerard still here? 
Do you think that Seth Rollins is more edgier now that he returns? Yes, I do. Okay. So, um, the the number one contender matches and all that for the uh, Money in the Bank, great matches overall. Um, I have to agree the AJ and KO one was beautiful. Um, I knew they weren't going to let AJ win it, though, because, you know, KO, he's he's obviously... um, He's championship material, I'm, I'm going to say it. Um, do I think he's heavyweight championship material right now? No. No one, yes. Um, but all of those matches were great. Um, Cesaro won. Yay, um, I love that man. I love his new entrance. And swear to God, when he rips his clothes off, holy hell, that's the best moment of the night for me. Um, I will withstand. I, I will. I rewind it and watch him do it. You'll be like his lowest times. lane, won't you, Michelle? Huh? You'll be his lowest lane. Yes. I there mean, you just, go. <laughs> just he just uh, when he when the, when he did the first new gimmick like that and he ripped his clothes off, I was like, oh my god, I'm in heaven. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful, love Cesaro, absolutely love Cesaro. Um, Dean Ambrose and Jericho, I give those two the highest, highest props. Yep. After all the hell they went through and extreme rules and all that stuff, they still came out and competed, and they still both won their matches, which is great. Um, I actually got into an argument in one of the groups today that Gerard and I uh, admin in together on All Pro Wrestling, and uh, no, sorry, back that up. It's in the EFED Wrestling chat. Uh I, I said Raw is Rollins joking to get their attention. He said no, Raw is Jericho. It went on and on and on. But anyways, we all know that the say is you know saying is Raw is Jericho. Well, it's Raw is Rollins now. I'm sorry, but it is. It was just a joke. He took it out of proportion. He's a Seth hater. He's a Brock hater. He's a oh, don't even get me started. But anyway, um, so the Charlotte Flair, Brooke, and Ric Flair thing. Um, let's see. This is, yeah, this is really going to take me a little bit. Um, I love you, Gerard. Please forgive me for what I'm about to say, but I do agree with what you say. Yes, this is a turning point for her to turn heel, to um, step away from under daddy's coattail and proceed and be her own woman and, you know, actually win her matches by her damn self. That is, if she doesn't depend upon Dana Brooke to come in and save her every time something doesn't go right or someone's beating her ass or she actually loses her title, which should hopefully happen at some point because I think it's time for the women's championship to change hands. That's my opinion. However, in the in the second sense, the women's division right now really sucks and it's suffering. Um, Natalia has announced that her retirement will be next year. Um, so we're going to lose Natalia. Paige, I don't know what the hell they're doing with her. Um, Emma's out. Uh, you know, just it goes on and on and on and on. Um, you lost Brie Bella. Nikki Bella, we don't know what she's going to do. If anybody to come back to, to feud with that blonde-headed bitch, I'm sorry, I want it to be Nikki Bella. I want to see Nikki Bella come back and take her out the way that she needs to be taken out. I think also... That 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 script was taken a little bit too far, just a little bit too far in the in the way of the comments to her dad and 
you know, you were never there and blah, 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 and, you know, all this and the way that he was crying. I think, you know, yes, I know it's scripted and all that and everything, but it really did break my heart for Ric Flair because I know that he did take it personally because that's his daughter. And whether, you know, like I said, scripted or not, he, I could tell he was really emotional about playing that part of, you know, you know, you don't want daddy anymore, bye-bye, see you later, you know, all that. Um, Charlotte Flair and Seth Rollins, I read today, were announced uh, the two top, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody else see that, seen this, two top um, most fit athletes in WWE for the men in the women's division. Granted, I, I give them credit for that. Um, Charlotte Flair is in excellent shape, and Seth Rollins has always been in great shape, and he always will be. Um, but I think that, you know, the Divas vision needs to be changed up, and I'm sorry, J.D., forgive me for saying this, too. Bailey's not the answer. Um, mm-hmm. Asuka, you know, she needs to stay the hell over where she's at. Um, Nia Jax, you know, um, there's nobody anywhere right now that you can really pull over to make the, the Divas division any, any better. Right now it's really hurting and it really sucks, as well as the men's division sucks. Um, you know, you had Rollins out. Now he's back. And now, just as just as well as he said, everybody wants to jump on his bandwagon again. Bullshit. Um, Roman Reigns, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I know y'all are going to be really surprised when I say this. I, I don't understand his drop in fan base with these fans. I don't understand half the wrestling fans in this world, minus the ones that are talking on this radio show right now. I don't know what the hell it is it'll take them to to make them happy. You bitch because this, that one, you know, has the title, this, this, that one, don't. You bitch because people post 17 years in memory of Owen Hart passing. You bitch because you don't want to read shit about Chris Benoit because you think he's a family murderer. You bitch about CM Punk because you don't want to see him because he did WWE wrong. He said this, he said that. You bitch about Brock Lesnar because he's a part-time champion. You bitch about, oh, my God, I could go on and on and on. You bitch about the post on Kurt Henning's birthday. For the love of God. Some of these people, I I just really want to take them all and put them in a big room, and I want to blow them up. Like, not literally blow them up to kill them, but just blow them up to make them, like, their stupid knowledge go fucking smart because, you know, as long as I've been watching wrestling and, and you know, ever since these, this pay-per-view in these last few days, I can't tell you how many times I've been cussed by by members and groups and stuff because they have their opinion and, and, you know, all the groups have the rules and you can't say this and you can't say that and you can't do this and you can't do that, and they still do it anyways, and then you get on their ass about it and they're like, oh, well, you're a Seth, you love Seth, but you hate Roman. No, it's not that. You know, rules are rules. You have to follow them for the love of Christ. I know I just got off topic, but damn it, it pisses me off and gets out of my skin because I really don't know what it'll take to make half of these damn WWE wrestling fans in this world freaking happy. I really don't. Roman Reigns gets a title. You're happy. Fucking Triple H takes it from him. You're pissed off. You want a bitch. The authority. You pissed, you pissed off about that. You bitch because they helped Seth do this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? Now, after last night, Stephanie said, we're just associates. You're no longer basically a part of the authority. You're on your own. We will not help you no more. I am on my own. 
Hunter has, you know, taken his little leave or whatever. You can't make him happy. But bet your sweet little ass come, whether it's SmackDown this week or Raw of next week, you have a fucking reunion of the Shield, they're all going to poop their britches. And then they're all going to be back on the bandwagon of, oh, I love Seth, Roman, and Dean. And, and that's exactly where it's headed, and that's exactly where it's going now that they split the club up, which I think was a really dumb move considering that Finn Balor is coming up from NXT roster at some point to freaking be a part of this. I don't know what the creative team is thinking. They're going on another stupid tangent. They're going way the hell off base. Um, I, I just really don't know what it is. It, you know, and, and I'm going to say this. And, and final word, Raw was a pretty good show. Um, I love Shane McMahon. I love his decisions. The uh, show with Mick Foley with Shane McMahon after Raw was amazing. Um, but I'm going to say this. You know, everybody is a wrestling fan. Yes, granted. We all on this show know our knowledge, and we don't all claim to know everything or to be the smartest in the world. No, we don't. But we do know what we know, and we proceed with this show every week. If you want to continue to be a butthurt wrestling fan, and when shit don't go right with your favorite wrestler, then this is something that you should not be watching, because guess what? They turn face every day. They turn heel every day. Um, tag team split up. They go on their own. Uh, you know, divas leave. You know, I mean, it's just an ongoing, continuing thing. If you get that damn butthurt about shit, don't watch it anymore. That's, that's all i got to say. Just don't watch it anymore. But I'm going to tell you, the thing that really burns my ass and gets under my skin, and Seth Rollins said it to the T, bandwagon fans. There's so many freaking of them out there. I've been a wrestling fan since I was six years old. Yes, there are some that I don't like but I still respect them for what they do for the business, um, for putting your asses in the seat every day, every night, every week, every month, every year. I respect them. Yes, I have likes, dislikes. But, you know, that is their job, and you have to respect them. And then I saw on there today where after the Raw show last night, that stupid little bitch in the audience, I don't know who she was, but she's stupid, when the referee and security walked by, she and Roman Reigns is going up the ramp in the crowd to go. She shoved him. She shoved him like she wanted to fight him. And she had a Seth Rollins shirt on. I get it. You're a Seth Rollins fan. I get it. So she shoved him. What does the, what does the ref and the security guard do? Not that they tell him, keep your hands to yourself. No, you should have yanked the bitch by her hair and, and pulled her out of the arena. That's uncalled for. That's a threat on him. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm going to shut up now because I can go on and on and on and on, and this is probably why it's not a good good thing that y'all put me on the debate with Gerard and <laughs> J.D. because tomorrow night, oh, I'm going to let loose, and it's not going to be very well, good you at guys all. Gonna, you guys are running the show because I'm going to have to be stepping out for a family affair, but I am going to probably listen to the archives. But I imagine with you two on, however, it's going to be quite spirited, however, and I just wish I was there to hear it. But I'm going to definitely go back in the archives Thursday to hear it, though, for sure. But well, you guys got it tomorrow night. This is your, your gig tonight, Marty. I'll be out tomorrow night for, the, for a one, one more thing, one more thing. One more thing, Chad, I'm going to shut up. No problem. 
So Gerard, to to use reference for Gerard, Gerard likes the heels. You know, that's his choice. He he loves the the bad boys, the bad girls. You know, however, or however they are. It does not mean that Gerard does not like some of the face wrestlers. It doesn't mean that he yes he's strictly a heel fan. We all know that he's the fucking heel top heel uh, king. I'm top heel queen, but. It doesn't mean that he sticks to those certain ones. He respects and loves them. And I'm tired of every time I turn around, I see where they're shoving these wrestlers at these arenas. They're spitting at them. They're throwing beer at them. They're throwing God only knows what else kind of shit at them, and they're not doing a damn thing about it. They're human, just like we are. Stop it. If you're going to act like a, a... a fucking out of control, stupid, overboard redneck. I mean, keep your ass at home and watch it on the damn television screen. I'm done. Good point of view there, Michelle. I, I, I saw some of you there. Uh, very good. Indeed. Thank you very much. Uh, <clears throat> uh, good to take everyone on uh, review on uh, on the uh, last night's ball uh, uh, last night's ball show after Extreme Rules. Uh, John also has one quick review about it. I'll. Uh, Go ahead and throw out what he has to say. Uh, of course, he's still putting out a couple of things. I'll go ahead and start talking about it here. He says the Money in the Bank matches for Raw was great. You see, he's glad that Rollins versus Reigns and Money in the Bank will finally happen. Charles Nine Champions and Survivor Series. We were duped for we were duped for a Reigns versus Ryan, Rollins match, but because of the injuries, of course, of uh, Roman Reigns suffering the gallbladder injury. And Seth Rollins suffering the knee injury. We're probably going to get a chance to see that, of course. Also, he said he can't stand, he couldn't stand the way uh, Charlotte did that to her dad. How could she do it? And she, he understood, understands why Charlotte wanted to kick Flair to the curb, but why Charlotte did add, add like a blonde idiot to your own father. And what you said about Christmas and your birthday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what else he's got to say? Mm, that just gave me a uh, John, to, uh, oh, John says, well, guess what? People always work on the holiday, Charlotte, and there will be a judgment day for Charlotte soon. It may not be when, but it's going to be some coming time where Charlotte gets what's coming to her. Ooh. Okay. I can't wait to see that either. So I got a question for John then. Okay, uh, Money in the Bank's coming up, and it's Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns. Is he still going to stick with Roman Reigns to win? <laughs> Do I feel a bet starting? I, I smell oh, bet starting too, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, keep on having faith in your little Samoan boy against the architect, you know. Let's, just, let's roll it. Don, you should know you should have your faces covered. You've done pretty well in the past, but you better watch out now. Michelle's coming for you. Hold on, guys. He says no. He's buying in. Oh, you cheap ass! Really? I smell bullshit. I smell bullshit. I smell bullshit coming here. Exactly. That's what he said. Wow. He's buying in. Exact example. Gerard, back me up. He's a bandwagon fan because he was a freaking Roman Reigns fan. Roman, 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 Roman. Fantasy matchups, Roman, 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 and now he wants to buy in. 
Well, we're not selling. (laughs) (laughs) No sale. (laughs) I love it, George. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold hold it, hold it. Now, this is going to take the cake right. Y'all going to be shocked what else he's got to say about that. His words, his words, not mine, his. He says, well, Roman was good, but he's actually bored the hell out of him now. Bullshit. Bandwagon fan. Bullshit. <laughs> I smell bullshit. I'm talking about bullshit, like, asshole <laughs> bullshit. That's bullshit. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just saying what the man says, so. Okay, yeah, there, there he goes. Thank you, everyone, for being here. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make John a, a, a uh, banner that has Roman and Seth on it that says "Bandwagon fan, I love Roman Reigns." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna post it on his timeline. Watch me. Da-da. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, okay. Uh, thank you all very much, here, ladies and gentlemen. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three zero five five pound. This is the Mothership Broadcast of the WS Radio Network Revolution, episode number one hundred and sixty five. Wow! I am, I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw. Back on the line here with you. Joining me here tonight is, of course, I now should say, uh, the NWO Madness Kingdom. Yes, of course, they give you wrestling debate every. Uh, when, and I forget what night it is. Yeah, every Wednesday, Wednesday evening. Yeah, thank you. From eight to nine, right here with TalkShit.com. Yeah, and of course they are King and WOGTS to our T Smith, 2014 mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, the mainstay of the radio network, and the CEO of WWS. Uh, his two partners, of course, first the Iceman JD Jerry Geraldo, the 2015 Hall of Famer, of course, also <clears throat> part of uh, Raw Radio and all of the other shows, and of course the third, the 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 third the 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 third person. The first, the, the first the lady third, of the WCW. Like said, yeah, the third slice <laughs> of that pie. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Black Widow, Lolo, and Michelle Lynn Dodds. Of course, you can always catch her alongside Gerard uh, as part of the Attitude Duo mm-hmm. of Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. And also, of course, uh, <clears throat> she's also the first 2015 WCW U.S. Hall of Famer and also the first 2016 Hall of Famer on the chat box tonight from Raw Radio to Human Suplex Machine. John, I'm not sure uh, who he's a fan of now. Rose. Uh, anyway. <laughs> hey, I just thought of something when you said the first lady of wrestling. I'm the Maria. I'm the first lady of professional wrestling. <laughs> oh. Of, of yeah. the radio network. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear about Torch the Animal Steel at all? No. Yeah, he's he's, he's dealing with some serious health issues right now, so we ought to say a prayer for him. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, there was. I saw this on. Uh, actually, I saw this on a uh, one of the, one of the Facebook pages here earlier tonight. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, someone had thrown out some rumor that he had died already, but no, he he, he is not. They actually, his daughter had posted a tweet out saying that he was still alive. He was actually getting ready to go into surgery at the time that that was, that was posted. 
I did tell you about the story, I think all of you guys, about that in the 60s, actually, he got his start here in Pittsburgh, wrestling for a studio of wrestling here in Pittsburgh. It was a station called WIIC, Studio Wrestling, Channel 11, later WPXI, and uh, he made his debut in Pittsburgh. I think it was like 62, 63, I think that was the year. I'm not really sure. Okay, okay. Hmm. So, does that mean that on um, the debate show I can say, um, do you believe in the miracle of GTS? Well, you, and, you and GTS are running tomorrow, Michelle, because I, I, the Iceman's <laughs> Ice going to be out all night tomorrow for all three. He, he's got a family engagement tomorrow night, however. His niece is going to be on the, the field before the football King NWO but I'll be yeah. back late. I'll be back Thursday night, however, for uh, Wolfpack. But uh, like I said, it's gonna be a special thing tomorrow night for my niece. Uh, she gets to go on the baseball field before the game and meet the pirate parrot mascot and her school. And she's just winding up school for the year on Friday. So it's gonna be a cool thing tomorrow night for her. Hmm. Well, that's gonna be great. Uh, thank you very much, there, JG. Of course, like I said, uh, don't forget our triple threat Wednesday tomorrow night. Of course, starting at six. <clears throat> starting at six thirty. Of course, with our entertainment, uh, our entertainment hour, of course, outside the ropes. Then, of course, from eight to nine will be our, our, our. Of course, there's a. I'll, I'll forget what the name of that show is now too. Wrestling debate. debate. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Wrestling debate. There you go. And no, we don't. We don't. We don't do that. Mate. We just debate. There you go. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, of course, we go to the main, the mainstay of the radio network. Of course, <clears throat> uh, the main show, I should say, of the radio network. Uh, of course, the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Uh, I say we've got 15 minutes to go, guys. I say we, I say uh, we do, of course, the old standby, as we always call it here around the old studio. Here, I say we go ahead and uh, do a do a, a, a handful of, uh, I say a big handful, as big as my hand, full of uh, fantasy matchups here. Uh, yay! Yeah. 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 And to give you guys a quick update, it is three to two now with four and a half minutes to go. And we're using JD's hand as a puck. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, we better hope Pittsburgh pulls us out. I mean, I'm hoping it doesn't go in overtime like they did Sunday night. I mean, they were up three nothing until the third period, and then Tampa scored two quick goals like this so far. So hopefully the Pens can hang on, force a game seven back in Pittsburgh on Thursday night. Oh my goodness. You know what's funny is and I think I I think uh my friend said it the other day. They didn't say much on the coverage here in Pittsburgh or even in the US for that matter, but they made a big deal of Sean in Canada though the other night though, up in your neck of the woods Gerard about what? him being in Pittsburgh. They did not say much about him uh being like the special guest of the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey team. I I was dumbfounded by that myself even. <laughs> Well, John, I'm going to be thinking of a uh, matchup there, my man, and we'll talk about it here in just a few minutes. Uh, oh, I got one. Uh, okay, let me see. Uh, JD, if you if you have one already, go ahead, and um, then uh, I'll go around the table, and uh, we'll do the way we always do it, as everyone knows, of course. So go ahead, JD, if you please. Michelle, you're going to really hate me with this, though, eventually. So uh, <laughs> let's go with Matt Morgan versus Ooh. Big Cass. Oh, really? Yeah, I had I couldn't have saved it really? for any other time. Yeah, really. I'm sorry. I I I couldn't have saved it for any other time because I know one of you guys were going to probably think of it eventually. But I had to come out swinging from the fence early. Really? Okay. I mean, yes. Why don't you just make it a fucking triple threat and put Kevin Ash in the damn thing? 
Well, how about Brock Lesnar? Why don't we throw Brock Lesnar? Make it a fatal four-way. How about that? All right, you just said Nash. I'll throw Brock Lesnar in, too. Let's make it a fatal four-way. How about that? Oh, You just up the ante a little bit more, Michelle, so you just made my match even more special then. Yeah, you're on my radar, ass. <laughs> but, you know, it's going to be a good one. So now you're making it a fatal four-way match? I'm making it a fatal four-way, yep. So you're making Matt Morgan, Big Cass, Lesnar, and Nash? Yep. Holy. I can't even say it, George. I guess I'll let you say it. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> and you all have your attention there, GTS. Your thoughts on this match, please. Kevin fucking Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, your thoughts on this match? Uh, well, J.D., go to your room, bend over. You're going to Suplex City. You're going to get RKO'd. I mean, it could go on and on and on. God almighty damn. <clears throat> um, damn it. You know who I'm going to say. I have to go with Brock because I I just have to go with Brock. <laughs> Okay, she's going, to go. she's going with Brock, okay? Yeah. Uh, John is going with Nash. Uh, J.D., your your thoughts on your match? I'm with Michelle. I'm taking Lesnar. Yeah. I'm staying out of the mix, guys. I'm, believe it or not, uh, all, this is going to be... This would be, this would be one heck of a fatal four-way here. Uh, this would actually go the distance for four big guys. Uh, yeah, four sexy-ass uh, guys. Uh, I figured Michelle sure you would say that. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to be surprised, but believe it or not, I'm going I'm to say big cast. So, Big Cass has impressed me the last several weeks, especially, you know, <clears throat> he's been having to go out in single since Enzo's been out due to injury. Yeah. And he's been very impressive. But uh, mm-hmm. he's been doing it even after Enzo returned this past Monday night. Um, he's been very impressive. So. Mm-hmm. But all the great performers, though, by the way, no, no doubt about it. John already has one up, and oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Now, I have to think about this one. Okay, yeah, okay. He's got the big boss man versus Cesaro in a no-holds-barred match. Really? (laughs) (laughs) And Michelle with her Miz impression. (laughs) Really? Unfortunately. Yeah, that is Miz, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Unfortunately. Oh, I love the Miz. The Miz, he, he, you know, I'm not like a huge fan, but I, I like the Miz. <clears throat> so, are your thoughts here, Big Boss Man versus Cesaro? No holds barred. I'm gonna have to go with Cesaro. Okay, Michelle, your thoughts, Boss Man versus Cesaro? No holds barred. Oh, my sexy king of swing, absolutely, Cesaro. 
And believe it or not, Michelle, John says he was doing she he was doing this for you. He's also going with Cesaro. Fuck off. Ass kisser. I tell you. <laughs> He's getting a lot of them tonight. You ain't kidding. <laughs> JD, your thoughts here on John's match? Well, they're both great, however, but Michelle and I always have faith in the King of Swing, and we're staying with the King of Swing here because he's going to take the boss man of swing in here. And I'll have to say the same thing, too. And also keep in mind, guys, that they don't play either man's theme. They actually play the song No Holds Barred from the movie. Yeah, that's right. No Holds Barred. That's a great song. I love that song. That's a good song. I don't know if you ever heard of that song. Now, that's a great song. Uh, let me see, J.D. and John, yes. really both the beards. Uh, Sorry, guys, uh, I just, I'm still watching the game. Just, I said 3-2, a close game. One point, the Penguins just went back up by 2 now, 4-2. to two, with two uh, to go. So it looks like we are going to see a Game 7 in Pittsburgh Thursday night. Okay, thank you very much, there, J.D., for letting us know about that. Uh, Gerard, my man, you are up. Coming up with a bang, my man. I'm up, okay. Uh... I got it, I got it. (laughs) Going to be an (laughs) eight-man. I know, you guys are all shocked, so am I. Came out of nowhere. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, what the hell. Uh, It's going to be I'd have to change it up a bit. Okay, hold on. Uh, We'll still go with the A-man. We'll go with... I'm still calling them club. I don't care. They broke up, but they're still the club. They just just threw away AJ. It doesn't mean... They're they're still the club. Uh, The club, Gallows and Anderson, with... I forgot. Um... Oh, yeah, that's right. Finn Ballard and Seth fucking Rollins. Ooh. Versus Ooh. Roman oh, Dean. God. <laughs> AJ. And Samoa Joe. Mm, this is a good one. This is a real good one. And they just got another one, five to two. So now it's official. Nick B.B. Bellino makes it five two. It's over now, boys and girls. So get ready, game seven. I thought it was gonna be over, but they got another MD netter. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, Jerry, for keeping us uh, up, up, up to date on that hockey game there. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, Gerard's match right there is, of course, like he said, uh, the club. Um, uh, oh crap. Uh, Seth <laughs> Rollins. Thank you. Uh, versus, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, Roman Reigns, um, AJ Styles, um, uh, Samoa Joe, and who else was it? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. I thought I figured I'd Okay. Um, and Gerard, your match, I'll ask you first, and man, who do you choose? <laughs> you didn't even have to ask. Uh, 
the club with Seth fucking Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. FFR, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, uh, your thoughts on Gerard's patent eight-man tag? I am going to agree with my brother from another mother, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, J.D., your thoughts here on uh, Gerard's eight-man? I'm going to take Rollins and them as well. Oh, we got a scrum here at the end of the game. I knew this was coming. (laughs) Don't do it, guys. Just get off the ice. Don't fight with them. It's over now. Save the energy for Thursday back here. Someone put the mask on JD's face, please. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just happy we won this game. We needed this win after Sunday night. And uh, JD, you chose who? I chose uh, Rollins and Balor and them. And the club, okay. And John is also saying the same thing. Uh, And I will say the same thing, too. So it, it is a blowout. Okay. Uh, uh, Michelle, uh, you are next. Ooh, am I? Um, okay. <clears throat> yes. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> yes. Let's see here. Uh, hmm. <laughs> Damn, it's like my mind just went completely. Completely, totally blank. But anyways, um, uh, I'm going to do a tag team <clears throat> of Seth Rollins and Johnny Mundo, uh, a.k.a. John Morrison, uh-huh. versus uh, Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze, and Fandango. Oh, so you got, uh, let me see, you got Seth Rollins and John Morrison versus Tyler Breeze and and Fandango. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. I will ask you first, Michelle, your thoughts on on your tag match, please. Oh, I'm going with my two hotties, Seth and John Morrison. Seth Rollins and John Morrison, okay. Uh, Gerard, uh, Seth Rollins and John Morrison versus, uh, 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 okay, I got Todd Breeze and Fondango. Oh, shit. I wish I could change it now, but anyways, go ahead. I'm going with Seth and Johnny. Okay. <laughs> J.D., your thoughts on Michelle's tag team match? All right. It is. Just give me the participants one more time. If you Seth please. Rollins and John Morrison versus uh, Tyler Breeze and Fondango. Breezego is going to be fluffed off to the side because the architect will absolutely show no mercy, and his partner will do the same. So I'm taking Rollins and his partner. Oh, okay. Uh, John is saying the same thing as well, and I will, I will of course say the same thing too. <clears throat> and so let's see. Uh, so so see, JD, you've done one. John, you've done one. 
Gerard, you've done one. Michelle, you've done one. So that means I'm, I am the last to. I am the last to go. You're the last uh, to make him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the last to think about. I don't know what. I'm the last to think about. Uh, hmm. Well, let's see. I'm gonna do, and not to not to infringe upon Gerard's eight-man trademark, but I am going to do just go one tiny step further and do a ten-man. No, not the ten-man from the Wizard of Oz. No, ten guys. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and this is going to be interesting, guys. This is going to be this is going to be stable versus stable, pretty much. Mm. It's kind of unexpected. You you know you gonna you gonna it's gonna blow your mind. It is going to be DX versus <laughs> and y'all might find this kind of interesting. I'm trying to remember all that was in this, but uh, I think I have a good idea. DX versus the Latino World Order. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I know, but I have a good idea as to who was who was in. I mean, I'm gonna take a wild guess at this, at this anyway. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and let's all go ahead and just name them off here. Okay, <clears throat> you have for DX, you have uh, for DX, you have of course Triple H, Shawn Michaels, X Pac. And of course, the New Age Outlaws. And yes, Michelle, that does include. Get again. Ass man. <laughs> I knew you'd be happy to hear that. And of course, representing the LWO would be. Uh, its leader would. Its leader was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, was Eddie Guerrero. I do believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I do believe uh, Psychosis was on. Was was in, was, was in that. Uh, Hector Garza was was uh, was in that. La Parca and El Dandy, uh, and uh, and we'll say that to El Dandy. There you go. So that that that's five guys. Yeah, there you go. So like I said, guys, ten man tags table versus table DX versus the Latino World Order. Uh, <laughs> I'll start with you. Your thoughts on who will pull the win off in this? I'm going to say. Well, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it was just me. Sorry. All right. I'm not going to watch the post show here. Not worth it. Hey, Milbury. I'm going to say. DX. And if you're not down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Michelle, I think this is no surprise to you, so let's go ahead and hear what you have to say here. <laughs> well, of course, DX has Triple H and Billy Gunn. <laughs> yes, and then I, I, 
Yeah, I did hear after the match, I did hear Billy Gunn through Michelle his trunks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, um, and how he walked out there without being seen, I had no idea. Anyway, uh, JD, your thoughts here on this 10 man tag? I'm going to say DX. Well, and John says, of course, no surprise here, DX. Uh, I think DX would get a good run from the LWO, but I think uh, I think uh, in the long run, I think DX will definitely pull off a win here as well. <clears throat> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much there, guys, for providing us with some good fantasy mm-hmm. matchups tonight. And, of course, I do, like I said, once again, thank King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, the Iceman, Jared D. Geraldo, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and uh, the Human Super Machine, Machine, John Gross. I'll get everyone's names right here in just a few minutes. For their uh, thoughts and opinions, of course, on Extreme Rules 2016, as well as last night's broad broadcast. <clears throat> I do earlier want to thank uh, um, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler. He did pop on here momentarily. Uh, he didn't stay on for the entire thing, unfortunately. Uh, but we did, I was glad to hear that he did stop by for just a short minute. Uh, join us, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow evening. Like I said, for a triple threat Wednesday. Like I said, some 6.30 to 7.30 for Outside the Rips and Entertainment Show. We'll give you the latest entertainment news in the world of movies, music, and sports. <clears throat> uh, of course, from 8 to 9, of course, is Wrestling Debate. Of course, uh, the Attitude Duo, King and W.O., Gerard T. Smith, and the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, will be handling that. Uh, of course, because of the Iceman, uh, Iceman Jeremy Geraldo will not be, be will not be able to attend. Mm-hmm. And of course, in our Wednesday edition of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, of course, more wrestling news and views, and of course, our history birthdays as well uh, will be popping away. And of course, we'll have some more fun fun stuff going on here as well. Possibly another bracket, possibly some more fantasy matchups, possibly some more general wrestling talk. Uh, who knows what will happen? We'll definitely bring it here to you tomorrow night. <clears throat> On that note, uh, uh, Gerard, uh, Michelle, JD, John, thank you so much for joining us here this evening. And of course, the uh, magic six numbers here for the Militia Broadcast always is 138055-POUND. Phone number always for all the shows in the radio network is 1724-444-7444. Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS radio network. We're, we're one, year, one year older and continue to be bolder. WWS Radio Network continues to be your wrestling connection. Guys and gals, if y'all could wait after the show goes off the air, I wanted to uh, talk to y'all for just a quick moment. Uh, Y'all take care. See you in the ring. And as always, here in the Radio Network, God bless. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.